Welcome back to Chosen, the Angel and formerly Buffy the Vampire Slayer Watch Through Podcast. I am the watcher of the show, filled with infinite wisdom and knowledge to guide my associate through her first ever viewing of Buffy and Angel. My name is Mel B, and I am joined, as always, by Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Hi, Mel. This episode is amazing on all levels. I know, it's so good. Where the, where the last episode uh, failed, this one shined. So, As in it didn't have dream sequences, instead it had delusional flashbacks? Yes. Both <laughs> of those things. And it had the best person ever. Who You're used to be the worst to- person ever. Yeah, I was. It was really funny. <laughs> when you text me and just said, like, Andrew and many exclamation marks, I was sitting there going, and to think... Once upon a time, she hated him, and I bet I right now she is cheering so hard to see him again. I was so happy, and who would have thought? Who would have guy. thought? <laughs> yeah. But we don't anyway. get to Andrew straight away. No, no, unfortunately not. We start off in a psych ward, because that's always a good time. Yeah, no. Yeah, this doctor is talking about how is talking to one of his nurses about how they're out of some kind of medication, and another nurse calls to him because somebody's having a seizure or some kind of something going on, and hmm. she's probably going to get fired because she gave the wrong medication to this guy. Yeah, that's a big no, no. Yes, big so mistake. Goes, so if you gave this person this medication, who's missing their medication? Someone Dang. isn't happy. Yeah. And so they go into this other hallway and there's someone banging on the door really, really loud at the end of the hallway. And eventually it stops. And then the door completely comes off of its hinges and it's a youngish girl named Dana. And he was like, Dana, it's going to be okay. We're here to help you. And blah, blah, blah. And then she starts fighting them. Did, did you figure she was a slayer at this point? Oh, yeah. I know you figured it out, yeah. Oh, yeah. As, as soon as she started, you know, beating they ass, I was like, she's death yeah. a slayer. That's, what, <laughs> yeah. that's what's going on here. Um, <laughs> but she ends up killing the two. Does she kill both of the uh, assistants? That's the only thing, I, the only word I can um, for them. I, I don't think we see them again, so I'm going to go with uh, not... The official notes, well, I say official, it's done by fan, um, says she fought and killed one of the paramedics and escaped. Okay. Yeah, because she did get that, she did cut that one's throat and used his blood to like color her face, which I thought was Yeah. War paint. <laughs> what? It is. I understand. <laughs> um, but this girl is nuts. So that's not good. She's just killing people. Um, we go to, and she, you know, scampers off into the night. So we go to World of Heart, and Gunn is on the cell phone talking all the law, which is always great. <laughs> it's his new gig now, being super smart and law- lawyery. Yeah. Um, and apparently he plays golf now, to which uh, Fred is very concerned. You play golf? What? 
And basically our new motto for Wolfram at Heart is you work the system before it works you. Good motto. I'm I'm in agreement. But with Gunn playing golf, that is such a gentleman's sport. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Apparently a lot of things are settled on the golf course instead of like in the courtroom, which is probably illegal, but okay. No, you can have informal settlements. Eh. At least in Australia you can. I'm just wondering how they're doing it on the golf course. Is it a competition? Because I think that is dodgy. Rather than a a, uh, rigorous negotiation is gun going, okay, if you can get a hole in one on this one, we'll give you what you want. (laughs) Probably. It's probably what's happening. Anyway, so he's like, Fred, I know that it hasn't been all, you know, rainbows and candy since we got here, but I think we made the right decision. And they walk into Angel's office to Angel saying, we made a mistake. (laughs) I love those cuts. Yeah. And then they're talking about what they're going to do about Eve. And Angel wants to fire her, but Gunn is like... You're alleging that she put that parasite on you and you can't prove it. And she's, you know, the the liaison to the senior partners and we can't just get rid of her. We'll just have to keep an eye on her. That sounds like the bureaucracy I work with sometimes of we can't fire this person, even though they did bad things because we have such a stringent employment law, which is good and bad. It's like part of me is like, yes, it means I will never get fired. But also people who should get fired don't get fired. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I don't know how I, we have, um, some jobs have unions over here to which mm. it's very hard to get someone fired most of the time. Yeah, we have unions too. Yeah. Well, I'm not currently in a union, but hopefully I won't just get fired for no reason. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Angel does tell us that, he, uh, I think I liked you better when you just wanted to hit people. <laughs> to gun. <laughs> so I'm on his side. It is what it is. Uh, you, 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 preferred, you preferred old gun to lawyer gun? I think so. Yeah. I mean, he de- he dresses very dapper now, which I appreciate, but I liked his attitude before better. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Harmony comes in. She goes, so someone just broke out of the loony bin and they want us to go check it out. And Angel's like, we don't handle crazy people. And she goes... Okay, I guess I'll tell them to tell the cops just to make sure they have a priest with them. He goes, wait, she's possessed? She goes, yeah, didn't I say that? No, (laughs) No, you didn't. No, you didn't, Harmony. (laughs) Go back to trying really hard. But yeah, so Angel's going to go scope out the uh, psych ward and see what he can do about all the things. Yeah, You know who he runs into there, though? Spike. (laughs) The hero of the people. The people's hero, if you will. The people's champion, if you will. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, they're best friends forever. That's all I have to say about it. Uh-huh. Like this back and forth. And Angel's like, why don't you go bother people out on the street instead of bothering me? I'd just like to say, Marissa, your definition of best friends, I'm now worried about your relationships. <laughs> no, it's fine. I know they're not best friends, but they should be. <laughs> no, anyway. but they are. Who else could understand them? Exactly. But each other. Let's go visit him at the end to make sure he's okay. Jumping ahead, jumping ahead. (laughs) I know. Anyway. Um, So Angel's like, so doctor, what exactly happened here? Because I think you need to tell me even though you already told the cops. And Spike's like, what he said with a bit more of a threat at the end. Save your words, Spike. Spike, I love you. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, so this Dana girl, she's been in the psych ward for forever because her family was killed and then she was tortured for a while. And then they found her like naked and barely coherent in the streets. Yeah. So yeah, so she's kind of nutso. What a great stop. And then apparently a couple months ago, she started having these bouts of inhuman strength. And they don't know how. Dun, dun, dun. And I said, wasn't it just a couple months ago that Willow did her mojo? Yeah, about six months. Yep. So I believe Andrew but, tells us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so they go into Dana's, well, they're in Dana's room talking about all this stuff. And there's all these pictures of demons, and some of them have a little girl in them. Hmm. Well, Spike's like, okay, she's possessed. I'm going to go handle it. And Angel's like, (laughs) bye. And And Angel, who sticks around, has a nurse explain, a nurse break the rules, sorry, and give him the session tapes. Yep. And she wants to do it so that uh, she'll get her foot in the door at Wolfram and Hart, apparently. I mean, it's a cutthroat corporate world, but I think, you know, you're meant to respect patient confidentiality. You know, whatever. Apparently that doesn't matter anymore. Um, <laughs> we did get an intercut of Dana at a convenience store eating food. Poor thing. Because she, she doesn't know any better and she's crazy. But the guy that stopped her from eating the food is lucky that she only broke his arm and didn't kill him yeah he's he's very lucky yeah and when she goes to get some clothes she sees this t-shirt that reminds her of the t-shirt that the guy that tortured her was wearing apparently supposedly Mm. Mm. um we do have the angel watching the tapes of dana and she's talking like a bunch of nonsense. And he goes, that's Romanian. And the nurse goes, you understand what she's saying? He goes, yeah, I do. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, we find out that the security guard that pointed a gun at Dana in the convenience store is now dead. So that sucks. Sucks for him. Yep. Um, and Angel finally got on my level. <laughs> And he calls Wes and he was like, uh, Wes, change of plans. He goes, no, I was just looking up stuff on Demon Possession. He goes, no, it doesn't matter. I know exactly what's going on because she was talking all these different languages and she said she's chosen. Oh, we know what that word means. Yep. She's a slayer. So what up? Hmm. You would think that would should worry Angel because apparently they – didn't they didn't thanks Zara they didn't know about what Willow did I I would have thought Spike told them but how Andrew tells them makes me think they don't know which means either well Faith would have had to die to create a new Slayer and you think they'll be upset about that since they like Faith at least Angel does yeah he he should be upset more upset than he is rude yeah so because I kind of I was just saying, I was thinking about, because I always assume they knew what happened at the Hellmouth, but just how Andrew tells them about it makes me think they didn't. Well, yeah, because Wes even says, um, that's a good strategy. Yeah. Yeah, so so they didn't know. They should be more upset that Faith's probably dead. 
Yes. They don't know any better. Exactly. <sighs> exactly. It's a so mess. <laughs> Anyways, Giles has sent his top guy to uh, Wolfram and Hold oh, on. Did I jump? What did I jump? Hold on. We have Spike cornering Dana. Oh, yeah. And really effing up. <laughs> yeah. She's got the moves, and he go. He's trying to like lure the demon out of the girl. Is what he thinks he's trying to do. He goes, "Let's have a proper go, mate," because he vamp faced and all this stuff. And she pulls out a stake, and he goes, "Or you could do that." <laughs> yeah, that that'll work. Um, she ends up throwing him straight out a window. Yeah, and when Good Angel is on the scene, he, he did asks die. What he's doing. He goes, I thought I'd see how it was to just bounce off the pavement. It's pretty much what I expected. I love Spike's ass. Yeah, and then he tries to explain that she's possessed by some kind of Chinese water demon or one of those elemental types. Yeah, because he understood her speaking Chinese. And he said the same line he said to that slayer back in the Boxer Rebellion. He goes, sorry, love, I don't speak Chinese. Yes, I did. I did recognize that thing. So they head back to Wolfram and Hart, and he just keeps repeating that she's a psycho slayer. We got it. And they're arguing. He was like, don't worry about it. Rupert Giles sent his best dude to, like, help us out with this nonsense. And you know what is the best part of this entire episode? Andrew is back. I love him, and I thought I'd never see him again. (laughs) And he grew his hair out. Yeah. Do you uh, like it looks like a mop? It does. That's why I didn't like for like two seconds I didn't recognize who he was because of the hair. <laughs> and then his personality shone through. Oh yes. He he gets up and hugs Spike. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Spike is there being like, oh god, you yeah. <laughs> He does some Lord of the Rings references right quick. He's like, you're like Gandalf the White resurrected from the pit of the... He said Balrog. That's not right, is it? No, Balrog. Isn't it Balrog? Yeah. 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 I was, I was upset. I was like, how did? How do you get that wrong? Anyway. <laughs> he Then he says, he's alive, Frodo. He's alive. <laughs> I just couldn't. And Angel's like, you two know each other. He goes, we saved the world together. I mean, Buffy helped, but it was mostly us. <laughs> you mean it's mostly Spike, but okay. But hey, Andrew helped. He he helped. He mm-hmm. fought in the hallways. Yes, he did, and did not save Anya. Yep. Anyway, and um, he explains that. Oh, sorry, that's a bit of a skipping ahead. It's after he. Well, he explains to everyone what happened at the Hellmouth, how yes. Willow activated the potentials, and Andrew. <laughs> He tells the story of the one Slayer and uh, how she's the Slayer of the Vampires, which I love. Vampires. And I love that Angel starts saying it that way later. (laughs) But uh, Fred had at one point said, in every generation, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, yes, attractive slender woman. Oh, God. And Angel's like, yeah, we know all of this about the Chosen One. He goes, oh, you think you know. Uh, he says, the lesbian witch friend made it so all of the potential slayers are actual slayers. So they had an army of slayers. It was a great strategy. Wesley but, can curse. Yeah. 
but um, how are we supposed to, you know, help all these potential slayers that are now real slayers if there's no Watcher's Council? And Andrew's well. like, well, <laughs> some of us Sunnydale alums are being trained by Mr. Giles to be Watchers, basically. Yeah, to create a new council. And he does say, uh, Wes says something and Andrew goes, that's a good point. It seems Mr. Giles was wrong about you. <laughs> I can only imagine uh, you, what he's saying about Wes over there. Yeah, no, I was going to say, you just know Giles is talking some smack about Wesley. Oh, I love it. Um, so they're talking about how, you know, uh, Spike does bring up that, hey, that, that Slayer from China that I killed, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, you mean the Slayer you murdered? He goes, well, I didn't have a soul back then, did I? Yeah. yeah. Lauren comes up with this great idea. The way they're going to find Dana is to go to the house where her family was murdered and see if they can pick up any psychic energies. Yep. So they've got a psychic to help them. Yep. Um, and Spike is just going to go look for Dana. He's going to yep. follow her. He can her track set. the blood. Yep. Yep. And Andrew went to be with him. And that is so cute. Andrew's like, I'd rather hang. And I get it, actually. It makes sense with what happens at the end that Andrew would rather work with Spike than yes. Team Angel. Yes. Um, he does because he tries to sneak up on him and he's just like, we can play this cat and mouse game all night if you want. But he goes, mm -hmm. oh, your senses seem to be as well honed as your Vigo Mortensen pectorals. Ah, Vigo Mortensen pectorals. Never forget. <laughs> But apparently, Andrew ain't playing around. He's got weapons, and he is 82% more manly than the last time him and Spike were together. <laughs> then he falls over and screams like a girl. Yeah, yeah, found a body. Yep. We are in the house where Dana's family was killed, and the psychic is like, ooh, there's the blood of the innocent was spilled here. And... <laughs> It turns out that he took her somewhere where there is a basement that smells like molasses. Hmm. That's all we got hmm. to go on at this this moment in time. Yeah. Oh, um, did we did we skip Andrew telling Spike where everybody was? Uh, not yet. Okay. Get that in just a little bit. Yeah. Um, but Dana, we get Dana going back to the the basement. Uh. Are, are Slayers inherently good at tracking? Do we know? I I believe so, yeah. It's an inherent, okay. inherited okay. skill as a Slayer. Okay. That makes sense then. Why would she would be able to find it just right off the bat? Yeah. Uh, and she does find this box that has needles and drugs of some kind, vials of drugs. And she has a flashback to Spike being the one that's torturing her as a child, and I was shooketh. Yeah, I, I was going to say, in your notes, you seemed very freaked out by this, and were like, wait, why would Spike do that? That's different. That's not how Spike works. That's like I a very know. angelic thing. I, 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 But apparently he killed half of a, uh, what, an orphanage in some yeah. place? Yeah, so but... Spike, yeah. no, no, sorry. Spike doesn't seem to go in for torture. He right. goes in for the kill. Yeah. Well, so Angelus was, was the torturer. 
Right. I was just, oh man, I was mm. shook. I didn't know. I was, because I felt, I, I said it later down in my notes. I was like, don't you think by this point, Spike would remember? It's, mm. it's later when he comes face to face with her. Like, wouldn't he remember that he did something and say something about it? Anyway. He's innocent. It's yeah. But we go to Andrew and Spike. They're still tracking Dana. Uh, we find out the blood tastes like pennies. Yeah. Blood blood smells like pennies taste. That's what it is. Um, Xander is in Africa. Mm-hmm. Willow and Kendi, who are still together, are in Yay! Brazil. And Buffy and Dawn are in Rome. Dawn is going yep. to Italian school. <laughs> we find out. <laughs> and- and the rest of them are still in jolly old England. And yeah. Andrew talks to Spike about how he hasn't told Buffy that he's alive. And Spike's like, I, I can't. So Andrew offers to. Yes. He's very good at breaking this type of news to people, apparently. <laughs> sure. Would you trust Andrew to break the news? No. No. not no. He would do it so dramatically. It'll be a huge story. He would be like, Buffy, you're never going to guess what happened while I was in L.A. Okay, Spike is alive. No, no, no. It would be, I arrived in L.A. And <laughs> describing the sense of the scenery, and I was at Wolfram and Hart. I was explaining, and then he would tell the whole story of what happened in Chosen, and then he would go, and then Spike arrived out of the dust, like, and then he would make a Lord of the Rings reference. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Um, oh, man. Anyway, because Spike did say, what am I supposed to say? Hi, Buffy, it's Spike. I didn't burn up like you thought. How are things? It's not going to work. <laughs> uh, but I just I just have to say Andrew and Spike are the best. Buddy um, cops. Yes. Um, we're back at Wolfram and Hart, and we're going to find out who did this to Dana's family. I was like, they're going to find out it's Spike and this is bad. Probably <laughs> not. And uh, Angel does tell Lauren to crack the whip and you hear him off screen say, Danny, we're going to need a whip. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably the way in Wolfram and Hart. I'm glad Danny is still his assistant, even after all that yeah. nonsense with Harmony. Yep. Well, he didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I know. Oh, but oh, What's the other chick? Yeah, I just hope he just didn't get like murdered. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're back with Spike and Andrew, and uh, <laughs> Spike says, the blood, it smells different, stronger, like nickels? Hmm. Sure I can't. And we find hmm. her. Um, and we're fighting in an alleyway, and Andrew ends up missing her with the trank dart, so that's not good. And then he gets knocked out. And Spike yeah. pursues still. Spike. And that's when I said, why do I feel like Spike would remember doing this to her if it was him? Mm-hmm. I just feel like he would have said something. Yeah, but she keeps so- repeating these different phrases like, no escaping, it doesn't hurt if you hold still, heart and head, which she uh, elaborates on, stab the heart, cut off the head, that's the only way to be sure. Keep cutting until you see dust. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then she starts talking about getting home to her son, Robin. I know. It made me sad. Hmm. And uh, he's like, uh, Spike's like, 
you're you're thinking you're Nikki. I I did bad stuff, but but don't think about that. Right. Don't don't think about that right now. And so they end up fighting, and she does get him with some kind of sedative. She takes the one of the needles and stabs him in the neck with it. Uh oh. Yeah, and she drags him over to the pipes that she was chained to and chains him up while we get a little flashback of her being carried over to them and chained up. And she has all these different uh, vials, and she goes, yellow makes you weak, brown makes you sleepy. And she gives (sighs) him a shot of, I guess, the brown. Yep. And he goes to sleep. Mm, So... Wolfram and Hart, trying to figure out how we're going to narrow down where they might be based on it's a basement and molasses and based on where she was before. And And Fred declares whiskey. To which Lauren replies, God bless you, Kit. And I was just about to suggest the same thing. (laughs) I'm with Lauren. She goes, no, when you are making whiskey, it smells like molasses. So find a distillery and we're home free. So they get their tactical team together. Yep. And in the meantime, we go back to Dana and Spike. Um, and he's like, you know, mumbling because he's still kind of knocked out. And he's, she says, can't touch me anymore. To which he raises his arms and she cut off his hands. Yep. I That's was shook so cool. again. I'm still shook by that scene, and I've seen it so many times. Oh, I just, oh, huh. It was gross. Um, so she starts to beat him up, because he's like, okay, you're all messed up because you have all the other slayers remembering things, and so my, my... I'm in your brain, so you think Mm. I did this to you. I didn't do this to you. It wasn't me. And she kind of calms down. She goes, you killed her. He says, yes. She goes, you killed them both. (sighs) And yes, he did, but that's not the point (laughs) of the matter. He didn't have a soul there. We we forgive him for that. Although I don't know if we should, but we do. We do. Um, but Angel comes in to save the day, and he's like, Dana, the guy that did that to you, his name was Walter Kendall, and he's dead. He's been dead for about f- either five years or last year, something. So we fight. Mm. And then we eventually get her and full, uh, fill her full of trank darts to get her. So all good, I guess. And yeah. we rush Spike out of there. His hands were on a table nearby, so they're going to reattach his hands. Uh, five years before. Okay, cool. Oh, and this reminded me, I'm pretty sure that Lindsay got a cadaver hand and something happened yes. with it. And then... Yeah. 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 So, yeah. That's what we were discussing last time that he got... Yeah, there was a whole episode about his hand. Yeah, because uh, Fred was very specific that tell the shaman no cadavers. Mm-hmm. So, yep. So I think that's what... That, like something was wrong with the hand... That Lindsay got. Yeah. It reminded me. Anyway. And so as they're wheeling Dana away and they're going to take her back to Wolfram and Hart and take care of everything, Andrew says, thanks for all the help, big guy. Wouldn't have found her without you, but you've got enough on your plate at the moment. She's coming with us. 
I think she belongs with the other Slayers, to be honest. Yeah, I'm with Andrew. She belongs with the other Slayers. And he's got a whole entourage of Slayers to back him up. They all just come out of the darkness. Yeah, so Angel's like... Oh, crap from Angel. Angel's like, I'll clear this with Buffy. I'll keep the Slayer. And Andrew's like, where do you think my orders came from? Yes, he's very mature in being like, I'll call Buffy. (laughs) (laughs) He did say before right before that he says i've got 12 vampire slayers behind me and not one of them has ever dated you (laughs) got him got him yep yep and basically after he says where do you think my words came from he goes newsflash nobody in our camp trusts you anymore nobody you work from wolf you work for wolfram and hart don't fool yourself we're not on the same side anymore ouch That is why he went with Spike instead of hanging out at the law firm the whole time. Because he trusts Spike, doesn't trust anybody from the evil law firm. Yep. And so they let Andrew and the other Slayers take Dana with them. Uh, They really don't have much to say about it. No. We go to Spike in hospital and Mm -hmm. Angel comes to visit. He says he's going to tap dance on the uh, injured. Yeah. And this is one of my favorite bits of dialogue between them. Sure. Go ahead. So they discuss the nature of evil and Spike says that he never thought much about it and that he was never looking at the victims and all that. Well, Angel says all he could look at was the victims. And they turn their discussion to Dana and um, uh, Spike says she's too far gone to help. She's one of us now. She's a monster. To which Angel replies she's an innocent victim. And the best line, so were we once upon a time. Mm. It's very good. Though I debate they weren't that much of innocent victims. (laughs) Well, they were kind of trash humans. And they kind of begged for it from their respective sires. Well, okay, Angel was a piece of trash. Was... No. Is William really a piece of trash? No, William was a social outcast. Oh. And a mummy's boy. Ugh. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> but he also said in this scene before they started talking about the nature of evil, he said, I'm not saying you're right because I'm physically incapable of doing that. So Spike. So Spike. <laughs> yeah. But the so, so Were We Once Upon a Time was a very nice way to end that episode. Hmm. Hmm. I'll go so far as saying deep. It is very deep. Uh, such a good episode. Oh, yeah. Loved it. And I'm sure Data will be well taken care of now among the other Slayers. Yeah, it'll be just fine. So we have a lot of international titles again this week. Cool. Aftermath, The Vampire Slayer, Crazy, The Chosen One, one they didn't bother to translate, so I'm wondering should I chuck it into Google and figure it out for ourselves. Um, the damage, wound, suffering, trauma, damages, touched, damage. And I'm going to chuck this one in Google Translate. I'm not even. Gonna, I was going to try saying it, being funny, but I can't. I have no idea what, <laughs> like how to even pronounce this. Uh, great listening for everybody at home. Oh. Yeah, what what language is it? Hungarian. Amphibious oh. vampire hunter. That's it. That's the one. 
<laughs> Amphibious vampire hunt. What the hell? Why? I don't know. I'm hoping it's a mistranslation, but that is just too funny. That, that is. I like it. Yeah, that one wins? Yep, that's it. <laughs> what did you rate this episode? It's a 10. Damn right I it is. I love this episode from top to bottom, start to finish. It's all good. It's just perfect. Got good dialogue, good characters, good things. Like, I love the fact that they've got this whole, no, not, Buffy's team no longer trusts angels. Yes. I love that. <laughs> um, your favorite moment? Uh, my favorite moment, I think, is going to be, okay, there's a couple of them. <laughs> Just give me I'm all of them. One. <laughs> Just the entire episode, thanks. <laughs> um, okay, one of them is when Andrew sees Spike again and gives him a hug and calls him Gantoff the White, basically. <laughs> That's really good. Going into his whole Slayer of the Vampires dialogue. And then the very end where he is basically like, where do you think my... Uh, orders come from and we don't trust you <laughs> uh i guess i'll go with the one where he's uh when you see spike again going into the uh that's pretty cute slayer story yeah i was torn between that and the last scene but i think i'm gonna give mine to the last scene between spike and angel because i love those good. dark moments and yeah mm-hmm. your character shout out andrew <laughs> i knew it because he the best he came back, and he's, like, kind of a de facto watcher now, and he told Angel the business. He's got a bit of a spine, finally. I love it. So He's 82% more manly than the last time we saw him. Andrew's going to be an honorable mention for me because my shout-out okay. has to go to Spike. I understand that, too. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> ah, such a good episode. So it's so good. Next week's episode is called You're Welcome. <laughs> all i can think of when you, people say you're welcome is the song from moana oh good me too the rock <laughs> me too uh you're welcome um i think it's going to be a disgruntled client of wolfram and hart mm-hmm. that wolfram and hart's going to be like well we did what we set out to do we did everything we could and you I guess, lost your case because of factors beyond beyond our control. And they're going to... They're going to kidnap Fred. <laughs> because they want to get back at Wolfram and Hart. And I still am calling that Fred is going to die at some point. Okay. <laughs> but I don't think she's going to die currently in this next episode. But I think she's going to get kidnapped. Why do you think Fred's going to die? You're very fixated on that at this point. Because I can't have nice things. (laughs) Well, no, because Tara died and I called Tara dying and Spike got a soul, which I called. And I just, for whatever reason, Fred seems too precious for this world. Your intuition says she's going to die. Which I've said. Yeah, it's just a gut feeling. Yeah. Fair enough. No, I just, uh, you've been making that prediction since the beginning of the season and every so often you go, and then Fred's going to die. And I'm like. Okay. Uh, it's going to happen. And if it doesn't, then 
my there will be egg on my face. Well, if it does, it- crow is that a thing that people say? You'll what? Eat crow? Is that a thing? I've that people never say? heard that. Oh, maybe it's an American thing. Yeah, I was gonna say if she survives, you get to have a good thing or a nice thing. I think you called what you- her. What? If if she survives the season. You get to have a nice thing. You said you're not allowed nice things, and that's why she's going to die. Oh, well, yeah. Then I'll feel real weird <laughs> that I was allowed to have a nice thing. <laughs> oh, uh, it is a North American eat crow is an informal North American phrase to be humu- uh, humiliated by having to admit one's defeat or mistake. Would you be humiliated if she survives? No, not <laughs> humiliated, but I would have to admit that I made a mistake, which is humiliating. <laughs> Uh, anyways, people should contact us. Our email is mmpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. We are on Twitter, MMP Network, and we are on Facebook, MM Podcast Network. Our website is www.mmpodcastnetwork.com. If you want to contact me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Mel Bickett. Marissa, where can people find you? People can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram at rissaroo312. They should rate and review us on iTunes. And until next week, we will slay you later, guys.